Hello, my friends, it's Andy and Hedia. Hedia will be here in just one moment. She just walked in the door. <laughs> we are here in Yorba Linda, California, live for the Living Fearless Devotional. Oh, I didn't put up the lower third. And uh, what you need to do is uh, you need to visit resurrectministry.com. That's where you'll find a bunch of videos and uh, some of our favorite pastors, some books, um, some of the um, uh, other shows that we have done whether it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Fearless Man podcast that I do, I'm trying to think of the other one that's on there, and it's just escaping me right now, Remnant Rising uh, that Hedia did for a, a very long time with it, it interviewed a whole bunch of people in the, in the religious space. Um, you'll really enjoy some of those and, um, and a bunch of other things that are on there. Uh, the one thing that's the most important is the donate button, that if you want to partner with us, and to help us grow this ministry as we are now part of the Real Life Network with Jack Hibbs. Uh, just launched this um, uh, this last Sunday on Pentecost Sunday and um, already getting rave reviews and uh, many downloads. Uh, I guess it was 22nd um, in the area of uh, one specific um, uh, category in all of podcasts. So that's speaking uh, pretty highly considering there are millions and millions of podcasts. So uh, I think that's really great news uh, for uh, the Real Life Network and Pastor Hibbs and the team that put together the network. And we are on uh, the Real Life Network. So go on there and uh, check it out. Just go to reallife.com. I believe it's reallife.com. Or is it reallifenetwork.com? I'm not sure. It's in the description. If you just go down to the description and look for it, you will be able to find it there and click on it and it'll take you there. And then just scroll down, look for the uh, the area that is in, um, uh, uh, I think it's devotional is the list. I'm not sure, but just scroll down and you'll see a little logo there that said living for this devotional and uh, begin to follow there. All right, I'm listening with one ear to see how far away uh, Hedia is. I'm going to start reading the uh, devotional. What I think that I will do is I'm going to bring it up onto the screen. How about that? Haven't done that in a long time. Uh, but let's see. I will bring it up here. There we go. All right. And bring it up so you can see it. And there you are. So we're in uh, Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon for June 1st. The uh, reference is uh, Genesis 1-5 that says, There was evening and there was morning, the first day. Then from the pen of Gerald, uh, Charles Spurgeon, he says, Was it truly this way even in the beginning that darkness and light divided the domain of time the very first day? Then is it any wonder I also experience changes in my circumstances from the sunshine of prosperity and to the midnight of adversity. When it comes to the concerns of my soul, there will not always be the blazing sun of noonday. I must expect times when I must mourn the absence of former joys and must seek my beloved in the night. Nor am I alone in this, for all the Lord's beloved ones have had to sing songs mixed with judgment and mercy, trials and deliverance, and of mourning and rejoicing. It is part of divine providence plan that day and night will never cease, either in the natural or in the spiritual realm. 
until we reach the land foretold in the scriptures where there will no will there be no more night will there be no more night period and remember what our heavenly father ordains is wise and good what then my soul is best for me to do i must first learn to be content with god's divine order of things and be willing just as job was to accept good from god and trouble next i must determine to have rejoicing flow from my life in the morning and the evening i must praise the lord for the sun of joy when it rises and for the gloom of evening as it falls there is beauty in both the sunrise and sunset so i should sing of it and glorify the lord just as a nightingale does i should sing at all hours and believe that the night is as useful as the day the dew of god's grace falls mostly heavily most heavenly sorry most heavily during the night of sorrow and the stars of promise shine most gloriously amid the darkness of grief i must continue serving through all the changes in my life my daytime watchword must be to work and at night to watch each hour of the day and night has a special duty so i must faithfully continue in my calling as a lord's servant until he suddenly comes in his glory my soul your evening of old age and death draws near but do not dread it for it is part of the day remember god's word says the lord shields him all day long let me go ahead and read um uh, what jim ryman has to say in, in this in this devotional so we'll just jump right into that and he says day and night are parts of the cycle of life yet our response to them is what makes all the difference walking in joy or gloom is our decision and should never be determined by our circumstances we should learn as paul did to be content whatever the circumstances in fact he thought it was totally absurd to waste our time complaining i consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us and peter tells us as we process a living hope into the inheritance that can never perish spoil or fade kept in heaven for you notice that the keeping of our inheritance is not up to us it is not based on our works any more than our salvation is no god does not god does the keeping and it has nothing to do with our circumstances then agreeing with deuteronomy 33:12 quoted above peter states that we are shielded by god's power until the the very end until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time so my friend if you and your inheritance are secured by god's power not yours why should you ever fear the dark times of life rejoice instead wow i'm sorry i forgot <laughs> i was downstairs emptying the refrigerator oh why were you doing that Schnugs? i just um <laughs> well it went sorry, from daytime everyone. when i last saw you to nighttime yes which um and it looks very dark in our room it does oh it's because we're both wearing white oh yeah it does that with the camera that's okay it'll 
Let's see if it'll change while we're on the fly here. Um, but uh, the good news is you read this earlier as we were driving yes. from one of our appointments. And, and I looked up all the scripture. Oh, that's awesome. I read both uh, Charles Spurgeon and Jim Ryman. Um, I do. I do think that um, what I feel that I think some of the things that we have been going through as we uh, married, as we added children to our lives. Of our lives right yeah. Is that it? took a while to get to this place where we understood where we understood I'll get closer to you as we understood, you know, how to deal with light and darkness. Then in the beginning, that was a little bit difficult that the, the light was fantastic, right? The, the light <laughs> as when, it always is. when we traveled to Arizona and having a good time, when we went to Mark Driscoll's church or when we go to, you know, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, the, the light times are amazing. Yes. But it was, it is learning to deal with the darkness, understanding that God is with us even there. Yes. That we feel sometimes alone. Yes. But, but that took a little while. It does. How did, what was, do you think there was one specific thing that caused you to understand that and, and it reduced the stress or the angst that you felt in the darkness? Honestly, I think, <laughs> I actually think I want to teach a, a woman's marriage class eventually oh. <laughs> if if I, I do, do manage to do this right on um, No Way Out. I think actually that's what I want to call it. I want to call it No Way Out because I think it's really when um, the Lord made it very, very clear to me that there was no way out, that my mindset completely changed mm. because... <laughs> You know what I mean? There's when, no way out. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know what I meant by no way out yet. That it's I know it's not that that's not the sweetest way of saying it, but I it I hear you. I but hear it you. literally is the is the best way of saying it. Mm -hmm. Because he just I feel like the Lord really impressed upon me the um do not separate what God has joined, do not tear asunder what God has joined together. Mm -hmm. Uh, the importance of the marriage covenant. It's the second most important covenant we make next to the one we make to the Lord Jesus Christ. And just realizing the significance of that commitment and realizing that you separate at death. Then the little things stop mattering as much. You know what I mean? Yep. When you're just kind of like, this is, this is, it's, it's almost like your parents, your child there, you were never going to be separated from those people that like blood and history and life just connects you forever. And so if you, if you, if you realize that with a spouse, um, then you're just constantly praying for peace and patience and joy during the difficult times and rejoicing in the good times. You know, what's most important about, that what you just said is, is when you have kids and they think that they may able to be able to control us um, by separating us. Right. And it even happens with kids that are in, uh, you know, cause I'm divorced and their mom and I, uh, you know, uh, parted ways 16 years ago. it's been a long time 14 years ago i don't even know how long it's been but um that, that it even it will work then too to to uh, the kids to learn how to manipulate us through that positioning also sure. so being 
you know, with God, walking with God, understand, listening to the Holy Spirit, and making it clear to them that you, children, cannot use, <laughs> you know, darkness to separate us. Yeah, absolutely. Whether it's our marriage or the, by bringing in the other parent. Um, that, that when we say strong, even in the darkest times, when we, when we see our way through it without um, it affecting you know, our marriage or our relationship or how we act in public or in private, Absolutely. That they they look at it and go, oh well, that's that's nothing that I can use. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think that that's really powerful. Uh, I, I think it also helps them uh, with their own relationship with God. Absolutely. Uh, if they see an example of uh, how we manipulate, not manipulate, um, how we work through the darkest times. Absolutely. There's another word I was looking for, but it's not manipulate. <laughs> maneuver. That's maneuver. the word. How we maneuver through the darkest times. Yes. Uh, we have our good friends on, Lisa and Cindy. And hey, Carrie. everyone. Uh, Carrie first says. I'm surprised by how easy it is to stay joyful in all circumstances because our hope is in God's promises and his faithfulness. Amen. And Carrie says also in her marriage, 44 years ago, they decided no way out. Yeah, you know, Carrie, neither I nor Andy were very good at that. So it's new. It's a it's a new experience for me, um, especially. It's it's extremely um it's just a, just an entirely new experience. Yeah. So um I'm just very grateful for the Lord's protection and wisdom and all the other good and Andy being an amazing husband makes it easy. <laughs> or here's the true power of God, be it in your life, is that when you're not, when you're just simply a Christian by name only, that that my example that I that I have to share is that I was at men's conferences as a speaker teaching about you. Know, there's no way out. God does not let you get out of this marriage. Oh, and, then, and then three, four years later, I was divorced. Um, but uh, I was telling him, you have to stay in this marriage. This is what God wants for you. Oh, you married, Lord. you made the commitment, you made the promise, and you need to find a way to make this work. You know, um, <laughs> it was, there's something that struck me. We went to see Pastor Jack today about mm -hmm. some stuff going on um, with uh, in our lives. And one of the things that really impressed me that he said, and not, nothing about me and Andy, just our kids as usual. Uh, but one of the, the things in the way in which he expressed it is I think a point we've gotten across to all of our children. And he says, um, you make sure that they know this is a house dedicated to the Lord Jesus Christ and we will die protecting. Oh, that, that was good. I love that. Right. Yeah. And in other words, that they cannot see the light of day. They will not either together or separately wear us down or take us off that hill. Mm. Um, and I think that that's really super, super important because no matter what happens, we know that's the foundation, um, the rock on which we stand. And we just, we just pray for mercy. We pray for grace and, and we cry and we laugh through the hard times. Uh, but we know that this is just part of this is just part of being a believer. <laughs> Not at all joy, folks, right? Lisa says. 
I think because we are older, Carrie, we see God working in all our circumstances and know he never leaves us. Frustration doesn't leave me feeling alone like it used to. Uh-huh. Yeah, it takes time. Says, I agree. And hi, Jan. Jim is watching tonight. Hey, Jim. <laughs> nice to see you. Nice to see you guys. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be able to do, do a June home church because we are going on a small family vacation with just our two girl teenagers. Uh, and the weeks before, you're traveling for work. Mm. You're going to be in Maine. So we may have to catch gonna, you all I'm again gonna, in July. I'm going to challenge. Oh, a home church. You're talking. Home church. I thought you were talking about some devotion. Because we may be able to do a devotional from Hawaii. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, we couldn't do the home church from Hawaii. Though. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. To Maybe we can go to Kalo TV. Yes. Are they in Maui or are they in Honolulu? I don't know. I think Honolulu. <laughs> well, it may be a little bit too difficult. Yay, family holiday. Absolutely. Yes. We can't wait. Cannot wait. We're going to be swimming with turtles. Turtles. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the scripture uh, here. And the first one is Song of Solomon. Five, two. I sleep, but my heart wakes, waketh. Oh, Uh-oh, it is the voice of my <laughs> beloved that knocks saying, open to me, my sister, my love, my dove, my undefiled. For my head is filled with dew and my locks with the drop of night. No idea what that means. but Sorry, let me see if I can. And then we have the Genesis. I'm sorry, I'm too slow at finding it. <laughs> there we go. 822. As long as the earth remains, there'll be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. Right there, right in the beginning, mm-hmm. right in Genesis. That's it. That's just, It's always going to be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. Yeah, they cover so many things. I, I, right? did, a, I did a broadcast on uh, what's happening here in our school district and, and the, the, the differences between uh, cultures. You know, when you have a, a, a culture like we have in, um, say, New York, where it's a, 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 a lack of law enforcement and a, a praise of criminality. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have that culture that then you have Rudy Giuliani, who came in back in the 70s during a very similar time and changed around. And he put a emphasis on on, on law enforcement. Yes. And and broken windows theory, which was the, the early um, uh, addressing to, you know, the small crimes to make sure that the big crimes wouldn't happen. It's the same thing when we, we talk about the planting is that early stage where there's nothing present. And that you have to be careful at the water. You have to do it at the right time of the season to make sure that you get the, the most benefit out of uh, the weather. Uh, and yeah. you have to be, be uh, you know, patient during that time or else you can go off the rails. And if yes. you do it at the wrong time, you don't give it enough water. You don't give it enough sun. And then it all, it all falls apart. Uh, and, then, uh, and then you have the harvest. You know, then you have to take care of that. You have to be able to harvest at the right time, uh, depending on when the, the you know, the... Uh, the fruit or the vegetables are going to market. Yep. You know, you got to do it at the right time. If you do it too late, they'll all rot before they get to market. Yep. Um, so I, I see, a, you know, the benefit in all these things, cold and heat, summer and winter, they all have their different aspects of our life. So I hope that wasn't too convoluted, but no. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Revelation 22, five, there will be no more night. They will, they will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun for the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever. Mm-hmm an interesting concept that uh, there's just no more night um 
And I, I think it's also the association of night with darkness, with evil, with things that aren't good, you know? Um, it's interesting. Uh, Job 2.10, he replied, you are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? In all of this, Job did not sin in what he said. So faithful Job. Matthew is really that long, down 23 to 43. Oh, not that much. It just said, where is it? Sorry. Uh, I think it's just 25, Matthew 25, 31. Oh. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. Amen. Deuteronomy 33, 12. About Benjamin, he said, let the beloved of the Lord rest secure in him, for he shields him all day long. And the one the Lord loves rests between his shoulders. Oh, it's beautiful. How sweet. How sweet. <laughs> How sweet the promises of the Lord. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was good. I like that devotional. Yes. It was very it. timely. Uh, I think in this kind of the understanding and having patience <clears throat> during the dark times and go to him, know that he's there. The juxtaposition of light yeah. and dark. <coughs> so sorry. Joy and mourning, beauty for ashes. So since you brought up the meeting with Pastor Jack Hibbs today. Yes. Um, I expect him to have a bigger office. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I only see when he does his broadcasting from there from his phone. Now we've seen him at, at, at other That's places. That's in the studio. Yeah, but he also does them from his office sometimes. Yeah, it always looks bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it was small, but no, I just, said, just I thought he would have as big. But but that brings me to my point: is that he is the man you think he is. Yes, like he didn't go and he didn't build. The, he built the church. You know, he he was there from the very beginning. He, I'm sure, he had a, a say in designing it. Of course, he didn't say, you know, my office needs to be the size of the sanctuary because of who I am. Yeah. It, it's just a, it's a modest office yeah. with a lot of books. I wanted to see if my book was up on a shelf. Cause really? I, I, yeah. Cause I gave him a copy and oh. I signed it and I was looking to see if I could see it. Cause I wanted oh to take a picture God, of it. Funny. <laughs> but um, the other thing that really, you know, made a huge statement to me is, you know, on Sunday during the um, second service that we were at, he had, he was, he brought up Lisa. And he said that Lisa's in the audience and he's like, she's out there somewhere. And every church that I've been to, the wife always sits in the front row, usually to the, to the right or to the left of the stage. Yes. Away from everybody. Yes. And so and they there's can, nobody so, sitting around her. So yeah. So then when it's over and she's in her reserved seat, she can, when it's over or just before it's over, she can make scurry. her escape scurry away. <laughs> But uh, what Pastor Jack confirmed for us today is that, you know, I, he goes, I never know when she's going to be there or where, what, where she's going to sit because she sits all over the place and she doesn't tell people, hi, I'm Lisa Hibbs or I'm Jack's wife. And she just she, wants to meet new people. She just meet new people and say, hi, I'm Lisa. So the two of them are exactly who you would think they are, regardless of how big they have gotten over the last yes. couple of years, uh, particularly because of you know, the stance they took during COVID and the, 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 um, the places they go and speak and the growth of the church. It's not, there's, there's nothing different than when they were running it as a home church like us. Yeah. So I thought that I really, 
It's awesome. Really enjoyed that part of it. Absolutely. And the fact that he's willing to, the, the, to have us in his office to talk about something personal. Yes, absolutely. He's a true pastor. He is. You, you know, you make an appointment, you're, you've got a personal issue, and he, he provides pastoral care to, <laughs> to his flock. Right. Well, imagine that. Oh, like the good old days. And the fact that the assistant had to come in four times to, to, <laughs> to, say, to get out. Bro, your time's up. You got you to gotta leave these people. Oh, it reminds yeah. me so much of DC. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, in DC, that happens after seven minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why you got to speak fast. Fast, fast, fast. Seven minutes. Yeah. And on the hill, you get seven minutes. To solve all the world's problems, you yes. only have seven minutes? To stop a war? To get your ask. <laughs> no pontificating. What is your ask? We need nuclear weapons tomorrow. To who? Um, hey, friends, Jim watching. We do oh, that Jim's already. watching. Oh, did you already do that? Yeah. I didn't see the who's watching uh, with us tonight. And yes. And then Carrie says <laughs> it only works that. marriages and no way out when you have God at the center. Yes, yep. absolutely. Everything has to be based on your devotion to God. It's the only way. Um, it's the only way you move past yourself and move past your flesh. Um, and you said yay to our family holiday. Yep. And uh, Lisa says for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. Not to worry. Amen. Mm. Um, this one other thing I, I wanted to make sure and uh, mention is that, you know, the, the demonic powers that have taken over our country, um, all the way down to the local aspect of our communities, and, and namely, you know, public schools mm -hmm. uh, and all the school districts across the nation, is... Um, is truly evil and it's bad and it's difficult. And the, the teachers unions that has been completely taken over by take, taken over by Satan um, do have a very strong power, but they can be defeated. Yes. If, if Christians stand up, we are living proof of that. And parents stand up <laughs> and fight hard, fight against it and don't give up because everybody just looks for you to give up. When we try to get paid, by the government for some of the cases that I work on, they're hoping you're just going to give up. Yes. <laughs> they go, no, you have to resend this and do, bah, 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 bah. and they keep, they, no, you have to, they just hoping that, you know what, this, this, you know, a lot of people just, they go, okay, I've had, I've had enough Absolutely. insurance companies when you're insurance, trying to get a claim. Same. Right. Um, and they're all run by the devil. Yep. And the devil thinks <laughs> if I just continue to. It's to, literally to push, a strategy. Push, it's a business strategy. Yes. But it can be defeated with God. Anything can be defeated. Absolutely. We unfortunately are, are humans. And so we are flawed and we are, we are uh, susceptible to giving up because yes. we think our time is more valuable than God's uh, or his work is not valuable enough sometimes. It is valuable enough. Our families are valuable enough. Our children are valuable enough. And we have been able to fight for th over three years uh, against this placentia Urban and Unified School District. And God and has brought victory. God has brought victory. Yes. It, it, it's been amazing. It's amazing what is going on in our school district right now. You will probably not see it. I know a lot of stuff happening in the background. Some of it I can't share with you, but there are some people that have been uh, released and removed. They Human resources person has been replaced by somebody fantastic. The superintendent 
uh, as, as we have now is fantastic. Um, and a whole number of other things um, that that's happened, which it's, this isn't the, the form to, to talk about them all, but it is, it is worth it. And if you, if you continue to pray and you stay strong and fight against Satan with God, it, it, he will, he will bend and he will, he will break. And yeah. I think we are on the, on the, the precipice of, of, of breaking something. I mean, God wanted it broken. Yeah. You know, so it's just, it's like all the great prophets in the Bible where they came up against giants, um, mighty armies. And the Lord's like, I don't need you to be equal in their strength. I need you to rely on me. Mm. I need you to know the battle is mine. And I need you to have faith and confidence and yep. not to, and to have uh, strength and courage and know that I fight this battle for you and go, you know, and that's what we all did. We just believed. Yep. It does give me encouragement for the state, strangely enough. I know we have a long ways to go. But we, but we're already turning the states, oh. right? We're uh, yep. we already, we are, our uh, conservative congressional people is what turned to the house. Mm, yeah. So we are making a difference. Absolutely. No doubt. Yeah. So don't give up. That was my message during the, the other show that I do regarding the school districts is that uh, even though we're seeing victory, we can, we have to continue on the path of fighting back. We cannot let up because again, that's the other thing that the devil thinks he'll do is that, well, we'll give him a little bit of win. What does Jack talk about all the time? He'll take two steps forward, one step back. Exactly. Uh, and that's what the, the Nazis did. They didn't, they didn't care uh, so much to be able to, to, to take that step back. Right. To give the idea that maybe there's some victory happening and then be, oh, okay, now we, we can let down our arms. Right. And then that's when they go, okay, let's go now. <laughs> and they push forward two steps forward, exactly. one step back and uh, begin to take over countries like France and some of those other countries that uh, they would just were able to walk over uh, with that kind of mentality. Uh, I want to say hi to Renee Banuelos. A longtime friend back in the days of San Diego and some of our marketing um, oh, neat. Uh, hi, Renee. comrades used to hang out together and and um, did some good things together. So, Renee, awesome. I'm glad to see you. I hope you're doing well. I haven't uh, heard from you in a while. I haven't seen you. So I hope things are going well. This is another thing we talked about with Pastor Jack today. Uh, Lisa saying it's one of the miracles that God divinely orchestrated Pastor Jack showing up on her YouTube feed in in January 2019, she said, but later she also corrected 2020. Well, that actually happened to me too, in, <laughs> but mine was in 2018. So he miraculously appeared on my feed, and then I went through the process of you know physically meeting him and everything, and then going to the church. And then, as Andy mentioned to Pastor Jack today, he was like, "Thank you for opening your church because we wouldn't have a family if you didn't do that." <laughs> so. And he's like, yes, I, I, he said, it's not only great that you guys have that story, but I've heard that a lot. Yeah. That, across know, the nation. Across he said the he nation. was in Florida and somebody came up to him and said, you know what? Yes. Because at the you, religious broadcasting conference. Yeah. You made that decision open up. It changed my life. Changed our lives. Yeah. So us too, for sure. And understand that he doesn't take credit. He gives it all to God. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. He says, you know, that it's just, it's amazing what God has done with, uh, with his church. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, I couldn't wait to tell him. That was the very first thing I said when I walked in the door. I said, I want to thank you. Uh, Renee said, thank you for doing this. You're welcome. Join us more often. I need uh, uh, some more men to, to comment. The women love to comment. The men kind of just watch. <laughs> <laughs> like Jim. Like Jim uh, is just probably sitting there watching. Yeah, just keeping Jan company. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, <laughs> Carrie, Combat Face series got me going. I love that. Uh, Actually, yes. we're right now in Anchored, uh, First Peter. Um, but I eventually want to take Andy through Combat Faith because I, I think that's right before you got there. But it's mm. an awesome Second Peter. It's a it's an awesome series. Um, good times, good times. Yeah, I just think about all the all that happened from the time I walked into that church. Yes, and everything that happened after that was God uh, sent. Absolutely. One thing after the another. It was it's spectacular. Spectacular. <laughs> and now look, we're on his uh, network, Yay! real life network. Again, the link is in the description if you want to get there. And um, you create a, you have to create a, an account. Yes. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. It's just so you can log in. I, I wonder if there's, uh, that's uh, for security purposes. To create an account? To create well, a yeah, account. Yeah, then they can want to be able to update you and send you announcements and Yep. tweaks and events and yeah well as opposed to somebody just coming on it and being able to to well like any other hbo you got to create an account amazon yep. prime hulu whatever uh, that's true. streaming service you use you have to create an account it's true yeah so i guess there's nothing more to it than that nope uh renee says we need some more brave voices like yours like yours <laughs> Thank you, Renee. <laughs> yeah, it's so brave. It, I'm, I'm not. Thank you, Renee, for that, and I appreciate that very much. But you know, who would have thought? You know, even just five years ago, that saying that there's only two genders is is somewhat being brave, <laughs> because there's people that won't do it. I mean, there's people that know the truth, and they would not dare say that on their social media. They would not say it at a party. They would not say at dinner time with their family. They would not. They would not say it because they would be so afraid of being uh, ridiculed, hated, you know, yelled at, and screamed at. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's, this is the, the world we've we've have gotten to on Twitter. And I'm not sure the account. Unfortunately, I wish I would have thought of that before I said anything. Um, but you can see what is a woman. Uh, the documentary that was made. It actually is pretty interesting to watch it. Oh, okay. Um, Walsh is the uh, gentleman's name who, who made it, but it's on Twitter for free. You okay. used to have to pay for it. But. Twitter has movies? Well, you have to go to, there's an account you go to. Um, if uh, what I'll do is uh, after this is over is that I'll put it in the comments. And those of you that are watching on YouTube and Facebook will be able to, to click on the link and, and watch it. It's, it's very well done. It's, um, and Carrie gave us a fun fact. Mm -hmm. Men only use 25,000 words a day and women use 50. So that's why they're more outspoken. Oh. <laughs> you might have some dispute about that. Oh, for just me personally. <laughs> you type 25K. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I speak 50K. Yeah. Um, it is interesting, though. Yeah. And women, you know, I, I, I've heard studies say that no one could multitask. But I do believe women can multitask. Yeah, for sure. I don't know why they say we can't. Yeah. You're actually, you know, the thing that really is, uh, it shocked me was the first time I could realize that you could actually be doing something very intricate and then know exactly what's happening on the television show. <laughs> I know, it drives you crazy. It does. I go, how, In the beginning, you thought it was a lie. Yeah, I, and I can't. I, can't, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. I could not tie my shoes and then and, and then 
while the TV's on and then tell you what just happened. I, I mean, some, something so automatic where I don't have to give much thought to it. I can't do yeah. it. And then and it used to pause. If I, I just got up and like, you know, went to grab something on the counter. He'd pause this show and I'd be like, you really don't have to do that. What? I, don't want you I to can miss even anything. walk away from the screen and still understand what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do that. I got to pause it to do everything. Yeah. And to take a drink of water that's next to well, my bed. I pause it. Maybe it's a male, it, maybe it's a a male thing. It could be. But I've always been that way. I think it's just practice. The, the, the practice of doing it has just caused me. And maybe women as homemakers or whatever, we have to, we, we've learned to compartmentalize our brains and our actions. I really want to go back to the time that we did not have that ability. Because in the televisions up until probably, what, the 1990s? You know, right. there was no function to pause a show. Right. So we, I just had to live without seeing what happened and, and go, hey, what happened? What happened? Well, I had to go and pee. Nobody, and nobody can answer <laughs> you. Like, oh, Andy. Well, then you ask what happened while I was while I was doing whatever. And then while they were explaining, you were missing the Next. part during the part that they were explaining. Right. Uh, or you'd miss or you go to get something out of the refrigerator during a football game. And of course, that's when you miss the touchdown. <laughs> Or well, Carrie says she's a concert typist. She can talk and type. What? <laughs> and Renee's saying you can. It depends on the kind of activity. Mm. Different parts of the brain handle different types of activity. As long as the activities are connected to different parts, you can multitask. That's proven. Yeah. There are some things I can do, but you are, you are very gifted at multitasking. Why, thank you. Yeah, that's, that's, your, that's one of your gifts that God has given you. It it's pretty amazing. All right. Anything else, my love? I think that's it. I still got to eat something. Oh, I have all these fun snacks downstairs. Oh, do you? We're on a carnivore diet, folks. Yeah. Don't don't hate us. Don't 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 yeah. shame us. Yeah, they're gonna put a bunch of stuff in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that easy. It's not easy. We love steak too, by the way. Yeah. And and only what is it? You've been three days in, and I'm on my second day. Yeah, and I'm dying. It's not easy. <laughs> But we'll see. I'm doing pretty good. We're going to report back. I'm feeling a little better tonight. Yeah. I'm finally getting my energy back. I just have a glucose intolerant, the insulin resistance, and that was just really having a struggle with sugar. And then every night, if you looked in the drawer in our bedroom, it was literally like 50 supplements. And I was watching one of the doctors on the carnivore diet say, listen, how many supplements are you going to take that you're going to finally say to yourself, you know what? I've got to find a better way because <laughs> I shouldn't be having to take all these supplements. And I thought to myself, oh, for the love of God, you are absolutely correct. There has got to be a better way. It is incredible what we've learned about vegetables, yeah. about the dangers of vegetables. Who would have thought? You know, Who would have thought? You can't now, watch, I know you people out there may think we're crazy. You but. can't watch like Steve Bannon or Fox without a commercial about the, you know, the the, the veget the vegetable and fruit pills yeah. that they have to sell. I forget the name of them. Um, and that you you need to have these things, and you have to have. And then as we're doing the the studying, what you're yeah. doing most of the studying, um, that we're going, wow, what they're talking about is actually the issue that I'm having. Like yes. I sometimes I get this really strong pain, this um, uh, gastrointestinal stuff going on where it is actually can be pretty was, painful yeah it was telling it I, almost felt like heart attack i thought I, I thought i was having a heart attack one day yeah um but the the but what we've learned is that in some cases the vegetables and things that we've are been toxic. eating are toxic and the things that it'll say it causes this and this i go oh my gosh that's what's happening to me. <laughs> and, the, and, uh, and again it's only been two days so we'll, we will report back i'm i'm planning on staying pretty strong on this um 
you can't beat me in the diet I, realm. I, I, have, I, uh, I have, I have, I, I feel so good. <laughs> and I've already, already lost two pounds. Oh my God. I'm so happy. Yeah. And I, I actually, the most I wanted to do it was because you um, were really suffering. We had you taking all this very serious medicine and I keep asking him, are you better? And he's like, kind of, I'm like, Oh wow. <laughs> Still. So. Oh, Renee's on it. What? I guess. Renee, you're on weeks. it too? Six weeks? He says easier than a, a vegan diet. Oh, yeah. Oh, he said me too. Way easier. Yeah. Way easier than a vegan. Oh, my God. You can't. Uh, I didn't realize. No. So it's. No, we did that. Oh, go, sorry. So he's also on the vegan. Oh, oh that's so cool. Carnivore diet. Okay. Yep. So we're going to have to um, so share notes. We got Pug from uh, 750 thinking that he or she came on to a devotional about Jesus Christ. And it's a carnivore podcast. No, it, 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 the devotional, we kind of sidetracked into this. Yes. It's about our, I mean, the podcast is a devotional and our walk with Jesus. It's all about walking out um, our life with Jesus, which includes diet. Yeah. Pug, Pug 750. Before we sign off, just really quickly, can you let us know where your walk is with Jesus Christ? Yes. Uh, you eight, we, you know, with, from Twitch, we have them all. We've had Muslims, we've had atheists, we've had yes, um, just curious, uh, curious seekers. seekers. Um, so, Pug, where are you at with this? And have you watched us before? Just a real quick answer on there. Um, what uh, Renee says? Uh, some ate the bread, and others like is it would eat the fish. Some ate the bread, and others would eat the fish. Back in the day of Jesus Christ. Oh, are you talking about in the back in the day of Jesus? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Pugs kind I thought of in we were selling the carnivore thing. Yeah. Kind of in the middle. In the middle of what? <laughs> <laughs> Are you like uh, the gentleman we talked about that um, uh, believed in God but not Jesus? That is that, that that's kind of a middle, I would think. No, is that, I mean it's just wrong. But uh, <laughs> somebody that might think that they're in the middle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what middle means. Middle means that. You know, they believe in God, but don't go to church, maybe. Uh, yes, I think he was, yes, that he would eat the fish, not the bread in Jesus' time. Carrie says, ooh. Uh, we do a devotional, then it leads to fellowship. I love that, <laughs> Carrie. I love you. That's, that's, awesome. that's a wonderful description. Kind yes. of in the middle, yes. <laughs> I'm one of those things that I said. Uh, okay. All right. Well, Pug, join us again. And uh, if you have any questions, uh, one of our favorite things that happens out of Twitch sometimes is somebody will come on and will just quiz us. Um, and I let Hedia answer all of them. Uh, you and, contribute. Uh, I do contribute a little bit uh, in my feeble way. No. And Renee says one more time. He might be in the middle of getting baptized, currently getting wet. <laughs> Amen. Pug. That's funny. Yes. Well, we invite you, Pug. We have a bunch of resources on our website, resurrectministry.com. You could learn about our walk. You could listen to previous podcasts. You could read some of the articles, listen to pastors, listen to worship music, uh, and drop us a line. Send us a comment. Uh, we love to answer questions. We love to have conversations about faith. Um, we're open to it all. So uh, please take a chance to peruse that information and get back to us. We'd love yes. to hear from you. It'd be fun to have you. All right, my friends. We love you guys. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Good night. God bless. God bless. Thank you.